test test. You're live. Ah, well, greetings. <laughs> How's it going? Now it jumps right into recording. Oh, yeah, I can see that it says recording. So, so we'll start right off by saying welcome everybody uh, from the front lines back for episode one of season two. Uh, it's myself, D, and RJ, also known as Tetsuo Oni. And how are you doing? Um, sick, but here. <laughs> <laughs> My wife got it worse than I did. She's down for the count today, and uh, I had it a little bit earlier this week, but then thought it was gone. Um, but it's coming back because it's now all around me. Oh, of course. Yeah. Well, sorry um, to hear another weather. <laughs> but all good. I've been looking forward to uh, getting a little little podcasting out of the way here, and especially with uh, the the new rush of activity. Yeah, that's been something. <laughs> even even seeing Alex post, you know, about all the, you know, it, for a while there, it was there's no there's no no activity in on the discord and now it's there's two <laughs> but we have some chatty people in there so yeah it's going well uh i pop in and out as i can as my schedule allows and <laughs> uh everybody else has been great at kind of taking the torch and running with it so it's been it's been awesome <laughs> to see everything especially with season two coming up in about two weeks Yeah, yeah, got got that started, and we've got some plans for that going. Um, I guess uh, for those who may not be in the Discord, um, uh, myself and Vastrix and Damian Payne, after we asked him, um, we've all stepped in to uh, help in a more official capacity so that we can reduce that load on D, who's still working off his phone, <laughs> and Laz, who's getting back into it, some graphics coming up. Uh, but uh, I know from back in from 2009 to 2013 that running a Fed is not something one person can do, especially if they're only doing using a phone. Um, and of course, we had the the attempt to send you a laptop that you know the the Royal Canadian Mounted Police or whoever runs customs. Um, thought might be a weapon of mass destruction because of the battery in it. So, <laughs> hey, listen, things are powered by igloos, polar bears, and whatnot up here. Uh, you're not in Alaska. I lived. I lived in Alaska for six years. I've been up to, well, a, a little funny anecdote from the company I worked for up there. Because um, uh, you can look this up. The capital of the, the Nana region. The Northwest Northwest Arctic Native Association is in a town called Kotzebue, and it's the that village and the other twelve villages around it. And this is for anyone to look up. I've been to Kotzebue, but it's not as the furthest north I've ever been, because um, I was the only guy who was working at that company. Who, thanks to my time in the Navy, I'm a blue nose. I've been to the North Pole for sixty-seven days straight. Uh, <laughs> can't get much further north than that, so. Cool. Well, under the North Pole, I should say. <laughs> but, uh, um, of course, we can probably get to talking about 
future plans, but we probably want to go over that uh, big pay-per-view that we slogged through and is now posted. And um, Unless can, you don't want to review that. No, we can definitely do that. Uh, I had the uh, upcoming card up, but if you want to do the... Um, I've got access to both because I'm a... As people have seen from the pictures I've shared, I've got so many screens on my desk, but I've also got like, um, what's my tab count right now? I've got 56 tabs open in Chrome, so <laughs> I'm bad. Um, I'm just bringing everything up there now. Yeah, and, and, and just so people know, we're kind of winging it. We just connected and started recording, so... Uh, um, of course, uh, GW Guerrilla Warfare. We finally got it up um, and posted. Have to correct that before others start. Uh, um, I was a submariner for too long. I know how I would take that last statement. So, um, so uh, um, starting in from the kickoff show here. Um, late edited due to situations that arose that has brought a rather large influx of talent in. Um, including some people who I'll admit were a little surprising in an LWA match. Um, but uh, um, we have some new people in the bastards, some old acquaintances of yours. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. I've known these guys for uh, quite a while. Uh, not bastards. Of course you got also uh, havoc. Uh, so all four of them came in at the same time. And then of course you had brain scratch as well. Who came in as the not yeti. Uh, and then, of course, Ken Howard came back. It's De that's Derek. <laughs> uh, in addition to that, I've got a few feelers out to uh, a couple of old names that we all used to run with back in the day. So, yeah, I, I have to apologize to Derek. Um, it was not my fault that uh, Oni manhandled him a few weeks ago um, in another show. Um, that that was I know who wrote that match. That was all Tom. I blame him. Uh, <laughs> that was the one he no showed. Um, okay, yes. So, but you can blame Tom. Um, I didn't even submit a strat for that one. Uh, but um, good to see because I've heard good things on all of them. I uh, we did have not Yeti in the all that glitters escape from Walmart match. If people can hear my eyes roll. Um, <laughs> And of course, uh, Riot was in that match as well, and someone who will be on the first episode of CWF that we can hopefully set out a few bear traps for. Um, and uh, but we have uh, some new people who are definitely pushing some things along, and uh. I do find it a little surprising that it happened right after something that happened kind of on the OOC side, but we'll leave that alone for right now. Hey, uh, <laughs> if you know what I'm talking about there. Things happen. Uh, <laughs> sometimes things happen for a reason. Who knows? Yeah, uh, it, it could be fate. <laughs> um, the goal right now for me is to get a couple of shows out. Uh, start the recruitment train back up, uh, get the roster 
I, I think we've got a good base. I, I want to build around it and move on to the future, uh, season two and beyond. Uh, I would agree. Uh, it's it's one of those things where um, we hit a speed bump and blew a tire, but we can always get back on the road and get going. So, uh, and part of the thing for that is, of course, having the people to write around. So, um, now we do have uh, in GW the uh, opening pre-show match um have to ask as the father of one of the participants in that one um what did he think uh i think he enjoyed it uh i'm not entirely sure he knew what he was signing up for what he decided <laughs> to write for it uh yeah ever i kind i kind of like guys them a little bit but he seemed like he more so thought that he had to write the match <laughs> so uh who knows maybe he's future staff uh maybe he'll give it another go uh with the next show who knows i'll give him the option but uh my son's very much try a lot of things and some of it sticks some of it doesn't uh this past year alone he's tried drama club pokemon club soccer hockey Geez, there was a bunch of other stuff, but uh, yeah. he's very much a try a bunch of things kind of person. So. Okay, okay, I got to break in there. Hey, uh, Windsor, um, I, what's his real name? Frank Windsor's real name? Martin. 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 It's not just the Americans that say soccer. <laughs> I don't know if you saw our comments from earlier. Um, D says soccer too. <laughs> Um, he, he was posting, f- uh, football scores from, uh, apparently a game he was watching earlier in the chat. So, and I broke in and called it soccer. So he said he was going to put it in his RP, his next RP about how Yanks talk about soccer instead of football. I would point to, you know, international play. Do they call it soccer or football? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're I, spit them up. The, that's the entirety of my argument. <laughs> Apparently, it's a sore subject with him. Most of Europe. <laughs> Surprisingly enough, the worst I've ever encountered on that argument are Brits. And the one time I went to Portsmouth, England, um, we had a couple guys off the boat who specifically in public would call it soccer just to get some rando on the street spun up. Um, but this was back in 1998 cause I'm an old fart. Um, so, um, but we're sidetracking here. Um, <laughs> all right. So, um, GW is a really big card. Do we want to go down at match by match or just kind of do an over a general overview? Well, I'd like to think that most of the fed has checked it out by now. Uh, yeah. It opens pretty simply. Uh, you got Jackie coming up. Uh, she gets stopped by Laz security, a couple of cops. Uh, they harass her before she can get into the building. He tries to get her arrested. Uh, we have the kickoff show match between Osprey and Mysterion. Uh, Dawson, of course, picked up the win there. 
uh, the bastards arrive. Uh, Jackie, of course, calls the benefactor and gets everything straightened out. She gets access to the building with the bastards. And then the show starts proper. So then, of course, you have our opening with... Uh... I want to be honest, I didn't know what show to... What, what song to go with to open the show. I went with <laughs> War, but I... I don't know if I would have gone with it had I had my time back. Um, that was a that was a one time aesthetic choice that I'm not sure I would do again. <laughs> I've seen some. Yeah, uh, when it comes to picking music, I have my genre, and other people have theirs, and um, and it, it is what it is. Um. When I was a fedhead, not everyone enjoyed my musical picks for some, especially on pay-per-views, because I would mix it up. So it's just a taste. It can always be edited, too. Um, (laughs) um, Of course, uh, the first two matches were uh, two of the biggest ones on the card. Um, Donzig versus Tatum and uh, Tetsuoni versus Ravina part du. Um, and my French is probably very bad if anyone out there speaks it. I only took six, six months of it in high school. Um, uh, I will say that uh, uh, all four, and not just tooting my own horn here because I actually – was surprised when I saw the results of Oni versus Ravina, to be honest. But uh, yeah, it those could have gone any anyway, anyway. Oh yeah, the judging of that was not easy. <laughs> and, uh, I think it went well uh, as far as everything is concerned. Like the tournament played out well. I think it was. Uh, fair how it worked out. I, I think the best person in that particular case won. Uh, I think it was all speaking from the management standpoint, I think it was all we could have asked for from, from the tournament itself. Um, but the semifinals, uh, the final four as it were, uh, yeah, all four deserved to be there. It was not an easy decision and uh, I, I'm glad that it worked out. <laughs> yeah uh, I have to agree it was uh, um, I know I wasn't part of judging on this because I was taking part in it um, and uh, I don't like judging matches I'm involved in anyway but uh, um, I personally would have po- possibly put someone else over in the first match on that um, but it was as I was reading them, because some people I've know this, I actually read every role play, even as a competitor. Um, Cause when I, if I have to face someone, I want to go back and pull out every shortcoming I can against them. So I'm honest. Uh, and I love reading other people's stories. So um, I know it would have been tough, but, I personally think that Maverick really was the underdog in this because it, it was like out of nowhere. Of course, I 
the character had had not been booked much in the in the lead up to it so um it was uh, kind of a surprise even though as you have mentioned the same person who runs tex atwater runs maverick so that's true yeah. um and tex had what for a four match uh valor title ring yeah, yeah, they had that thing for a while, and the Valor <laughs> title, to, to me, I think the Valor title is going to be the hardest one to hang on to. Um, I would agree, uh, especially um, if someone ever actually, you know, pings us on some of the Valor title rules. Um, I'm going to make people do their homework and go look them up when they were announced, and not just, you know, give them a one-up here, because I don't want to get flooded with... Uh, um, segments in that for um valor title matches <laughs> go look them up yourself um but i i think that's whole reason why that title was even made in the yeah that's it is kind of the point of it but i mean it's it's designed to to me to be kind of like the television title mm-hmm you know, defended every show, usually early in a pay-per-view, depending. Not so much in this one, but we'll see as things progress and if we can develop a tag team scene. That's really the, the next thing to add is a tag team scene. But before I get into that, um, we should get through the first yep. two or three matches. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um course the the results of those since we've been talking about them um donzik went over maverick tatum um very close match and um uh tetsuo oni uh went two and oh against uh ravina vandenberg um kind of weird talking about my own matches here but it is what it is (laughs) um and uh, a little something for some people to look at there for some future stuff. Um, and I admit I had to go add this when we were putting it all together because I had submitted it as a, as, a, as a strat there. But there were a couple special guests in the crowd. Um, so if people who have watched that, um, they may see one of them again um, coming up soon. Um but uh, both very, very tight matches, very close, um, which is always awesome for a big title tournament. And uh, uh, moving on from those, not to take anything away from them, but we got a lot to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ace Guy versus Buzzhound. Um, I'm actually in another fed with Ace Guy now. Um oh. Yeah, Canadian Championship Wrestling, also in the LWA. Um, not quite. It's supposed to be a smaller Fed, um, just starting. Um, not a worldwide promotion, um, but uh, um, Ace is in that one. Unfortunately, this one kind of turned into a a schmoz, as they call it. Um, and uh, not sure if either one of them is. Uh, they, I know they haven't responded for taking part in season two. 
Uh, both no showed for this match, which is yeah. why at the you know <laughs> modest finish. Um, but so, that that was what it was. I mean, yeah. Armand von Cross came out, a couple of his clowns, uh, you know, furthered some stuff with Donzig that they had going on. Uh, that moved on to a backstage segment with Gabriel Tuck, who uh, has problems with Barodactyl, of course. Uh, yes. And he um, tries to employ Hump and Dump to take out Barodactyl, or at least Union Jack. <laughs> and uh, apparently we'll be finding out some more on that in season two. Um it's already part of the first show. Uh, and then we had the much anticipated Barrow Dactyl versus Hump and Dump are two, at the time, titular tag teams. Our only tag teams, other than um, we have a had a debut of the double entendres right before this. Uh, Damian Payne's... Uh, um, tag team he's got coming in uh between hump and dump and double entendres definitely have a theme in the tag division so far <laughs> i think the tag division if it gets going is going to be funny like um comedy stuff uh double entendres are going to do comedy stuff uh hump and dump are going to be funny barodactyl is a like straight man comedy duo uh, I I would say that the Future Shop Society, uh, if that can get going again, and Alex and everybody returns for that, then they're going to be kind of like the straight man team compared to everybody else. <laughs> well, I have submitted a tag team, um, and I do know from what she posted earlier today, Alex is actually working on her own tag team, and I don't know. Um, Pacific Rim is not part of the Future Shock Society. Um, they are... Um, not in line with how the Future Shock Society does things, um, especially Kalia, because she, she'll she'll quote end quote air quotes up in the air cheat if she has to, even if it means. I mean, I I really want to see her see Pacific Rim against either Hump and Dump or Double Entendres with some of her tactics. Um, I would love to write that too, but can't write my own matches unless the other guy agrees to it <laughs> um but yeah uh the tag team we got six so far five five so uh a push here early in the in the in the podcast we need at least one more team one more team i can make a tournament but i would love three more um so if you want to submit a team if you want to form a team with someone else otherwise don't make me pull out the randomizer <laughs> which could be fun too but um yeah i i i'm actually a fan of tag team wrestling some of my favorite wrestlers ever have been tag teams so um and every other fed out there doesn't have a tag team division if you look at them really so I'd like to be different and be the one that tag teams look at to come to. That would be nice. <laughs> um, there's, I gotta, I gotta 
find my channel here. Sorry. Yeah, we've got Hump and Dump, Barodactyl, the Bastards, Pacific Rim, five teams, and double entendres. Um, so five teams so far need more. Get us more. Um, and of course, uh, had a fun little match here with our two at the time titular tag teams with Hump and Dump and Barodactyl. And it looks like it ended on a little bit of a, a WTF moment. Yeah, uh, it kind of ends badly, but Veridacto <laughs> <laughs> um, gets the win. And, uh, <laughs> we move into a segment from Tetsuo Oni. Yeah, um, just uh, added a little bit of drama to that finale. Um, something that you know, is always a good thing. Um, and also after, you know, his, his other match needed to fix a few things from the loss of some segments and here and there and just make it all fit together. So that one was a late one, but uh, hopefully people enjoyed it. Um, then we get to the match that I loved writing for the night. Because it was just a big cluster frag. Keep it, keep it, chill, children. I am a former submariner. If I slip, I apologize. <laughs> um, but the ladder match for the Valor title shot, of which the winner is getting a shot, episode one of season two. Hopefully, that turns into a good match. No, uh, this was arguably best match of the night. Um, I, there's there's a few candidates, but yeah, I enjoy a lot of matches, so I'm maybe a little biased. But um, the only thing I will say on this match, um, there were not a lot of submissions for it, so I had to go off just the you know the pure move set of the people. Um, however, Marvalo th- three. Yes, did submit one that was just hilarious, um, and it it did go in, uh, and his was just for one simple spot: the Bubba Ray Dudley ladder around the head tornado move. But that's that's just Marvello three. Um, yeah, which uh, <laughs> somebody that I hope to get back once we uh, get going, get a couple of shows under us, reach out to him again. Um, Sure, hope so, because um, I know that he and CJ were supposed to be starting a feud, um, from what I've heard, um, which would be, I, I think those two could really, you know, um, spark some inspiration in each other, light a little bit of that fire. Um, but this one ended with Jack Tide getting the contract. Which could have put him against that 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 match that every that that the last few podcasts they've been talking about is Ty, would Tide be ended up taking on Tex Atwater and have spurned a little bit of uh, family time discussions at home since those two handlers are in a relationship. 
Um, yeah. Um, Tom and I used to joke about whether or not that was going to cause domestic violence. <laughs> I don't know if they're that way, but no, no, uh, they're great. Uh, but someone could end up on the on the couch. <laughs> no, be be and Jackie are great. Actually, I'm glad that they're coming back for season two. Um, yeah, I, I, I've been talking with them, um, your laptop that the, that Canada didn't want did end up going to them since they had their computer kind of right before the results came out, blow up on them. Um, they actually live like 45 minutes from me. I wish I could have gone there cause I could have probably fixed it, but it's the opposite direction from anything else I go to maybe one day. Um, <laughs> I joke, uh, if I uh, win the lottery, we'll all go on the Jericho cruise. <laughs> um, it would be my first cruise not under the purview of Uncle Sam. So I'll take you up on that. If you ever win the lottery, I will be knocking on your door. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so... After that, and I can see some stuff I got to fix on here with some formatting that was that slipped by me. Bad RJ. Um, go to a little bit of a segment with Damian Payne, who is probably one of my favorite characters on our roster right now. Um, just because the uh, there's a reason why this guy was brought in to uh, the staff because uh, seeing stuff like. The, the strat for his first match ever was this guy is so out of shape and so not ready for this match. He will lose no matter what, and he will be blown out by like the first third of the match. Um, yeah, so you, don't guy, that, you don't get that often. <laughs> no, no. Um, and uh, he was taking on Alex Steele, who is uh, CJ's secondary character. Um and Payne did win this one. Um, I don't like to talk about people's people publicly, but I've been talking to CJ about, you know, everything here. And um, he admits that um, he made some of the wrong decisions on these RPs, but uh, uh, Payne is just especially with with uh, apparently some of the commentary in this match is going to definitely become a storyline for him as Payne starts trying to get in shape. This will be awesome. <laughs> yeah, there were a few comments. <laughs> um, I'll admit, another one I wrote, it was fun, especially because... Um, uh, Payne's handler. I don't know his real name. I don't know if anyone does. Um, but, uh, he, he's definitely along the line of, that I am, which is storyline trumps all wins, losses, as long as you're telling your story. So, um, I want to see more of his story. So that's, that's one thing for me. Is, can you get me interested in your character? More of uh, real talk. 
Just a short little thing. He's got a secret. Uh, Gabriel Tuck again uh, furthering everything between himself and Barodactyl that'll of course be uh, Busted War in Season (laughs) 2 Yep, that goes into another mention from yourself from Tetsuo Oni yep Um, just uh, again furthering storyline for the show there um if you can't tell, I don't like talking about my own stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, either way, it's uh, kind of furthering what had happened earlier. Um, mm-hmm. It shows Tetsuo kind of going over some stretches and everything, trying to prepare as best he can for the um, main event. Yeah, because Ravina messed his leg up <laughs> in their match. So, um, But that's also out there for others to use. So, like I said, furthering a story, um, having character super duper with no weaknesses, and his weakness was exposed. Uh, then we get to the Valor title match Tex Atwater versus Iron Wolf, and um, my boy Gabriel, uh, not my character, but. Uh, um, Hoping he does something for season two. Um, no lie. Um, still kind of trying to work on him. Uh, but uh, he did win the Valor title by pinning Iron Wolf. So Tex definitely has a little bit of a grumble if he wants to use that too. Well, that's the hope, is that it would set up something later. But mm-hmm. uh, that, of course, depends on everything. I, I totally understand with what, what happened and everything. But uh, I knew them as Aaron Hunter from mm-hmm. way back when. Mm-hmm. So it feels like another lifetime ago. But either way, um, I'd love to have them back. But I understand that it's going to take a little bit of consistency before people start seeing everything as it used to be. Yeah. So. And, and uh, on that note, that's also why um, when we set up the first card, um, following the example we were trying to do um, at first before the bottom fell out, um, two weeks RP, one week to do the show. Two, two people, three people, even four people really can't do a consistent show in a day. Um because real life's going to get in the way. Um, we're all working adults now, I think. I don't think there's anyone in the Fed who's under 18, is there? Nope. Other than your son. <laughs> Who uh, comes in and out, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, um, you know, and, but that's also going to give us time to make sure that we've got everything. And if, and if a match writer has to bow out, Due to something, somebody else can step in, take care of it, get it done, and uh, without having the resort to using Chat GPT or me finding an old install for one of those old simulator programs they used to have back in the day, because uh, those suck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would I, back in the day in the late 
2000 or, you know, before the 2010s, um, I remember having, uh, which one was it? it? It was a DOS-based program that would generate a match and we'd use them if somebody couldn't write a match in time and just copy paste it in. But I would read through it and I'd be like, oh, this is crap and end up rewriting the whole thing anyway. So <laughs> uh, then we get to the finals. Uh, Donzig versus Tetsuo Oni for the Conquest Championship. Well, Conquest and legendary titles. And the LWA title. Um, uh, big match, biggest one in the history, although, um, as you said, I would actually, for enjoyment here, I'd put the ladder match over, over this. Um, not saying anything about the quality of the match. Um, just the uh, the ladder match allowed so much potential for new story where this one's the ending of a story. So now, and that's part of the thing with, with a championship. Once you get it, what do you do after that? Who's your next? Where the ladder match made someone a contender for a title, but also... Lana taking the spray to the face, the uh, everything with uh, CJ going into it and everything like that. You have uh, storyline seeds planted that hopefully can grow. So Absolutely. we'll see. Like uh, CJ uh, might be doing a little bit more of an anti-authority thing coming forth in season two. So uh, we'll see how that works out. Uh, well, I'll... I'll a little insight there. He asked me the name of the new authority figure that I'm bringing in. Um, and apparently when he said it out law out loud, his dog actually growled at him. So he really does not like, you know, so it's, it's definitely bringing stuff in for him on that. So, uh, but hopefully, hopefully it's more than just that though. We want everyone to be having fun and having storylines. And I'm sure the bastards are going to help to help that out too, because they're just going to, uh, and admission because I'm in the discord for their old fed, because I helped fix a few things in there with a bot. And, uh, um, they were one of the things I saw in there that kind of, when I started looking for something to RP in while we were waiting, um, other than the RP limit, I was like, this place seems to be a little clicky, but I definitely, if, if I would have gone by my first impression on them, I would not have expected what, well, I wasn't expecting it when I saw suddenly names popping in to our chat, but they are definitely not what I was expecting from first impressions. So I'll take it though. They seem like pretty cool guys. So, <laughs> Alex, like we've known them, geez, well over 10 years at this point, probably 15 <laughs> or more. So uh, it's good to have the, the old gang back together with new faces and hopefully impending new faces and more people. And it, it'll be nice to, like I said, to take this solid core of people that I feel that we have now. 
and build around it and <laughs> add to it and, and really, uh, really find that groove in season two and bring it on from there. Agreed. Agreed. But let, let, like I said, I was definitely surprised when I started talking to him because it was nothing like what I had seen. Um, but apparently if you go listen to their own podcast, there were issues over there. We'll just leave it at that. I don't want to. Yeah. I mean, uh, they, they did their thing. They explained their side and they left it at that. Yep. Um, frankly, some things happened between myself and that person as well, but that, that is what it is. And <laughs> well, I'm okay with how everything worked out. Yeah. Uh, well, um, you know, cause we've all done it before. We've left a fed under not great terms and there's always hard feelings. There's always things posted or said or snide shots possibly taken in RPs. Um, but in the end, there's two sides to every story, but, I think we're going to come out on the ahead on this one myself, but that's, you know, that's all personal opinion too. Um, Cause these guys are definitely hitting the ground running, which is a great thing. I mean, they were what first or second CJ posted the first RP for this cycle. And then it was riot. Then Windsor. Atwater and Havoc so far. So we're not doing great on the RPs in the first week, but some good stuff going up. So. Oh, yeah. Well, five's not that bad when you think it's five different individuals. Right, right. Uh, I will admit I'm working on mine, but having Medicine Head today, I've been staring at <laughs> a partially blank page. Um, uh, but that will lead us to hopefully spurring some people to RP, talking about episode one of season two um i'm calling this one the allen card because he wants us to write 10 matches for the first card uh it is an ambitious first card (laughs) as some people have mentioned especially with the overall stipulation on all but two matches beat the clock challenge for a conquest title shot um, every match except the main event and the tag team match that'll be happening. Uh, the winner in the fastest time in the future is going to get a shot at the conquest championship. So RP people. Yeah. That's uh, all I can say yeah. on that RP. That being said, I mean, uh, that'll bring <laughs> us, of course, into the first match, which is a old friend returning, Andy Snow. Uh, yeah, um, if you're looking at if you're looking at the main website, we actually have to edit that. We've edited it on the forums, and I thought Alan had edited this. He had the other character there, Denise Dubois, but apparently the handlers decided to bring in Andy Snow, who I don't know, um, against CJ. Now, Andy's bio is completely filled out now. So ah, awesome. So that is uh, news to update there. 
uh, we should probably make things easier on CJ for a second RP. Yes, yes. So, um, if you are if you listen to this, CJ, um, Andy Snow, <laughs> go check it out because you were doing some trash talk earlier in the chat. Careful. <laughs> then that leads us to Ken Howard versus the Not Yeti. Uh, I've seen vampires. I've seen werewolves in any e wrestling in my time. This is the first Sasquatch I've ever seen. <laughs> but have you seen a Sasquatch Sasquatch fight a Ken doll? Um, we will. We will. Uh, I, I now. I, I'm a huge fan of the Dresden Files urban fantasy novels, which has Sasquatches in them, force people. So, uh, and I did face this character um, in the last LWA match, the Escape from Walmart fiasco. Uh, interesting, interesting. I'm uh, definitely a character to keep an eye on. Uh, Ken Howard, of course, was here before, and time got away from him, real life, but he's back. So uh, hopefully the two these two can put on a nice little show for us. A uh, Kendall versus a, uh, I'll say it, a Yeti. Um, hopefully I can spin him up. Uh, could be a sleeper match of the night though, from what I've heard about how Ken and I've seen an RP from Not Yeti. So, uh, and this one is also. It's not gonna. It's not gonna be a conventional match. I can tell you that much right now. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> um, and actually, with uh, the card we've been talking about in the staff area, uh, I'm interested to see not Yeti in a match in that card. If you know which card, which which show I'm talking about. Um. I might have lost something there. Uh, look at the last uh, uh, graphic that Damien posted in there. Oh, I see. <laughs> Can you imagine a, a uh, Sasquatch going around on something like that? You're making me want to write that match. Well, I am. I'm making myself want to write that match. Um <laughs> Uh, then we have Damien versus Eero Waters. Um, I don't know much about Eero. I think this is someone you Another returning friend. So <clears throat> Damien's uh, been a great pickup. Great energy off of that person. So enjoy all of their stuff. I like this match. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And Damien had a great showing at Guerrilla Warfare. When you add in the comments and the new direction of trying to get himself back into fighting shape, it could be fun to see what he does this cycle. <laughs> so, and then Eero is going to be something completely new. So, I'm going to be looking forward to seeing what a new character brings. I, I always I, I read everything because I have to, but I also enjoy it. So, <laughs> Meeting new characters is always fun because typically speaking, 
I don't know if you feel this way or if you'd agree, but a person's first RP is usually one of their best because they're trying to hook you. They're trying to get you to read more. Um, I, I tend to think they're, you... they're first and um, the RP after the completion of a chapter in their story. Because it's just the first again for the next chapter, but yeah, I would agree. Uh, that first one, that character introduction, because they're they've they're trying to put that bait out. Um, they're trying to hook you, and if they don't put their best foot forward, it can really affect affect them in the future too for that character. Um, I've had a few, and you know. That's that's kind of why when I joined, I did those two RPs when I wasn't even booked, because I had to get get my head into the character. And if it, w- it wouldn't have worked, I would have been, ah, do I, you know, how far do I want to take this? But uh, I fell in love with the hobby again. So, <laughs> well, that's awesome because uh, I really think that uh, season two is going to be better than season one. Uh, yeah, but mostly because right the foundation's been built, so you you're not trying to um, you're not trying to reinvent the wheel. You know it works, so you can just keep going. Yeah, and and having supported everybody has been great too. Like I can't thank everybody enough. Um, but I don't want to get up on the soapbox or anything. So. Um, <laughs> I'll move along to the next match, which is Fire <laughs> Wolf, and I can't even say my own character's name. It's pathetic. Pe- Pequeño Dinosaur. There we go. Um, yeah. Soy de Sud California. Hablo español un poquito. Uh, I grew up in, in Southern California, so I've had Spanish since I was three, but I barely use it because I currently live in the Deep South. Uh, so occasionally getting that chance to, to speak, it, I, 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 I jump at it. Um, in fact, uh, my other fed found that just like here only likes to curse at people in Spanish. Cause that's mostly what I know. Um, but it also gives me a chance to use it a little bit. And Oni does have a Spanish speaking background. So, uh, but pequeño is how you, I know that's the one I, the part of it, I believe that kept tripping you up when you were trying to say it before. Just got yeah, throw it. That would, that would yeah. Be. You just, just pretend it has a Y after the N. Pecan Yo. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, either way, uh, <laughs> I I can recall this version of the trio Wolfodactyl. <laughs> uh, uh, that's just myself. They're going up against the double entendres, uh, who I'm looking forward to seeing something from. I can't wait. Yes. Uh, I got a feeling they're going to be a lot of fun. Uh, the match here should be a lot of fun as well. Um, Alan has it, even though um, I need to read the chats more. <laughs> um, yeah. So it, that. That, that, that is what it is, but that's why I'm trying to keep on top of it all. So, uh, but that's one that's, as far as I'm concerned, that's what you brought me in on, in to do. So, yeah, absolutely. Like, uh, everybody kind of has their own specialty and their own strengths and everything. And I think, kind of putting it all together is you know the, the secret sauce so to speak so 
uh, putting that together for the tag match. Uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. You're going to have like a straight man lucha combo versus a comedy team. It's going to be a lot of fun, uh, but not part of the Beat the Clock Challenge. But the next match is, which is two new faces, one of the bastards, plus an old friend of ours. And uh, that's Billy Fowler, the giant of the bastards, taking on Havoc. <laughs> I, I'm interested in seeing what both of them have to have to toss on this one, because they are two characters that have been hyped to me. Um in recent history, but, uh, you know, want to see what they can do. And Havoc posted one already? Yes. Yes. He's the last one to post. So. um, Now, if I know Billy, he's going to post late. He will get in. He's going to be late. (laughs) Right now, he's going to be probably within the last 24 hours or so. Oh, so he's a bell tapper. Okay. <laughs> so he's just he's busy, he has work, he has a family, he's you know, I, I get it, but he, he's usually last twenty four to forty eight hours is my guess. <laughs> That's all good. Uh as long as as long as it gets in, because otherwise we gotta job you out. Uh, with 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 extreme prejudice. Uh uh, then that takes us to another beat the clock challenge: Black Mamba versus Tarask. Um, I don't know much about Black Mamba. He did hang out in the Discord for the whole wait for GW, though. After signing up and not being on GW, so props to him for that for being patient. Absolutely. Uh, but Tarask, of course, is uh, um. With uh, his master that he had no longer in the Fed, um, is he going to revert back to being under Armand? Is this a chance for Armand to get him back? But uh, I guess we will see. Or, I mean, is he just going to run wild? Uh, That's which that could be a plus or a minus for him and us. Uh, yeah, Tarask is a character that um, he's interesting but I don't think he's reached his full potential because he's been a sidekick for too long So actually maybe seeing him come out as a main character would probably really help him. Um, he could have a Wardlow moment if you know what I'm talking about there. Yeah, okay. We can hope. Uh, Alan, and, you're up. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't trying to say what handler, but yes, Alan. Let's let's see something good for Tarask. Um that leads us to the next one. Frank Windsor versus the now former Valor champion, Tex Atwater. Hey, you know what? Before we even get into this match, I want to give like a huge shout out to Tex because Jackie did awesome. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, they're like the Valor flag bearer at this point. Like At this point, somebody has to top that reign, and I don't think it's going to be easy. 
hanging on to that for four, I think four shows. Yep. That's that's big. So I, I think that's gonna be really hard. Um I I agree and uh um it's been a while since I've seen a couple be that good on their own. Um, I'll I'll say this: uh, if if because Tex and Tide are in um, a stable, if they formed a tag team, that that could be a pretty good thing there too. Uh, that would be a lot of trouble for everybody in the tag team division. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, I mean, I, this goes back to Maverick because the same handler. Um, I will admit I had only one issue with one RP she posted for Maverick. And that was because it was so much and almost every paragraph was the same length. Um, I had to go back and try to reread it because I thought I'd missed something just because old eyes, I had to put on my glasses and, and to, to read it in that. Um, but other than that, uh, if the two of them actually teamed up in the tag team division, um, some people would have to really, really, really get off their rear ends to, to beat them. So there you go. That's another possibility for season two. Ah, that might be, that might lead. Yeah, maybe we can, maybe, hopefully that drops a hint if they see this. Um, they have left the Discord due to apparently having too much going on in Discord. Um, but I am sending, like I was sending them the links when we were getting ready to post Guerrilla Warfare and when we posted the card. So I will be sending them the link to this as well. So hopefully we can, you know, hopefully we like light another fire. Um and then to a match, I'm actually kind of looking forward. I don't know why. Um, Rob Riot versus Lady Lana Windsor. Um, Lana has... She's still growing. She's still starting. Riot's an established superstar in multiple feds. And I have to admit... Um, Someone who scared me in the recent LWA defense. Um, oh, 100%. Rob comes as advertised. He is yes. good. <laughs> um, I, 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 was, I was surprised. Um, and uh, But Lana is a character that has so much potential, especially after the spot on the top of the ladder with Marvalo in the ladder match where she got sprayed in the face. So Rob might have a little bit of, you know, someone with a little bit of a vendetta who just wants to try to win and get over here. So maybe. Uh, other than that, uh, like you said, Rob comes as advertised and also um, he's impressed the hell out of me as a person too. So uh, looking forward to this one, and he has already RP'd. He has. Uh, <laughs> I'm uh, getting to a, a lot of my reading and everything tonight because I have a long shift ahead of me. But uh, 
that's kind of my goal for tonight is to get caught up on everything. Uh, I've seen who's RP'd. Uh, I have read Rob's just because long time guy, but uh, it's one of those things where I really feel like the last couple of years has limited him. A thousand word limit. Uh, (laughs) That's not generally his bag, if you know what I mean. Uh, He admitted that for the LWA match, because that had an unlimited limit, he had to adjust again. And I mean, what did I hit on that? I know, I I know both of mine were over 3000 words. Um, Not that words are, it but i mean it's a completely different type of role play you go from just a wrestling trash talk rp because that's all you can fit really in a thousand words if you're using descriptions Mm -hmm. um to actually weaving and telling a story and i mean uh getting to that all that glitters title defense, the escape from Walmart match, which I still hate Alan for, for actually going through with. Um, <laughs> but um, Davis, the current champion, cause Oni did lose. Um, he was, cause he's going back. Apparently he's got some big vendetta against Rob riot going all the way back to RSW. And I don't know how far back that is. That um, is a good decade at this point. So he's maintained the story for over a decade, and he comes back with it. Knock the ball out of the park. And uh, Oni, Oni became a, a sideshow in, in, in that whole match because those Davis just went right for the, right for the jugular on Riot. Um, so hopefully we can In two matches, but I am uh, you really you cut out. Uh, sorry, sometimes hate us. Uh, it is internet, it is Xfinity. Am I back? Yes, okay, sorry. Uh, but um, you know, Riot uh, definitely has some, some writing chops there, so I'm looking forward to seeing what he does and also if it grows into something else with with Davis now that they in the case of Riot now that he does not have that upper ceiling holding him back that word limit but then of course we can go on to the next match which is yep Jack Tide versus the current Valor champion Gabriel Blight. Who I hope at least comes back for this match. Um, You know, it it would be better if they put in an honest effort and and got to defend the title going out. Or if they decide to carry on, that's great too. But that's kind of just a hope. Uh, It is a hope. Um, I, this is, you know, all comes from guerrilla warfare. Um, Blight is awesome. What he wrote for Girl of Warfare was just, I, 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 you had Alex jumping into 
to the discord pulling you know um you know kanye west talking about awards there uh for his for that rp and it was damn good uh and of course jack tide not a slouch there he is technically the one who beat demonic in the lwa masquerade <laughs> correct that's going back a little bit but yeah that's correct well like i said i read everything so and uh the brain still works. The body is not working as much anymore, but the brain still works in my old age. Uh, but um, yeah, Tide is definitely, definitely someone to look out for once he gets hungry for a belt. Oh yeah. Uh, Brandon is excellent. Uh, both him and his wife, top tier role players, uh, a lot of fun to work with. They're willing to work with people. Uh, if you are interested in working with the Nightmare Court, I would recommend it. Uh, you're not going to get anything but a couple of really good role players who want to work with further stuff. So uh, that's my uh, plug for the show. <laughs> and again, um, if you feel well, if if Tide and well Brandon and um, Jackie were to, you said her name was Jackie, right? Because I, I haven't talked yeah. to her yet. Uh, if they decided to suddenly go for those tag titles, um, we're trying to get you to do it. If you listen to this, do it. Uh, <laughs> uh, not sure how much more we can hype them. And then that takes us to our main event. Um, we're getting more Kent Davis to come in here and defend the LWA legendary title that he won by escaping from Walmart first. I hate you, Alan. <laughs> well, um, a couple of things about this. Uh, Scott, more Camp Davis. Uh, another one that goes back to RSW. Long time. Uh, Ten years. Usually goes by the username Dr. Summeroff, which is awesome. <laughs> um, but uh, Scott specifically requested to face you uh, at this show. Well, I, I will admit that in Oni's RPs, he basically said if um, a paraphrase, I'd have to look up the direct quote, but he was like, if one of you can rabbit out of a Walmart before I can, meet me in an actual wrestling match because this isn't about wrestling. Uh, so uh, I'm glad to see it happen, whether or not Oni wins it. Um, it, it it's you know it's it's one of those things of telling the story only lost because somebody else got out of walmart first and he wants his rematch in an actual wrestling match so uh not part of the beat the clock challenge although um you know if, if it could potentially keep someone who rps like him around i'd almost be tempted to say let it be but uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh scott is very good another one of those people um everything that's said about him when it comes to how good he is absolutely true um very good uh excellent vocabulary excellent punctuation uh grammar everything is on point um very, very difficult to beat. Uh, RSW champion for a long time, multiple times. Um, the stuff with him and Rob Riot and Shane Mitchell from back in the day, excellent. Um, well, according to what, 
not According gonna lie to you, you you've got quite a task ahead of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, fortunately, I've already faced him once, and um, I hope I helped make it. You know, a tight um, decision there. N- not that Riot didn't make it hard. A oh, hard decision either. It was, it was a very difficult decision, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, Alan gets final call, of course, when it comes to the LWA title. Uh, but uh, it's one of those things where the three of you in one match is the kind of decision that a Fed owner would either love or hate for all the same reason. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because all three of you are excellent. All three of you are on point. All three of you enjoy telling a story. And all three of you are capable of playing off the other. So if the three of you ever come together in a match, that's going to be something else. But for well, now, I will take you versus Scott. That's <laughs> going to be great. Uh, I know you don't want to necessarily talk about your own stuff, but uh, Tetsuwoni is a favorite of mine. Uh, I love the character. I love what you're doing with it. Uh, I love that you're bringing other people into it. So, I mean, good on you for all of that. And well, you in are the case... inaugural Conquest champion for a reason. So. Well, on the bringing other people into it, I, I have to admit that, um, like, uh, um, you know, the current Tetsuo Oni is the third person to wear the mask. Um, my other two main characters way back 20 years ago, uh, they both in their history started as Tetsuo Oni in Japan. And then, you know, would kind of like uh, Benoit as the Pegasus Kid um, okay. and all the others, you know, they would graduate out of the having that mask and somebody else would take it. Um, so this is just the third guy to wear that mask. So um, he's not related to them, uh, but he was picked. And uh, part of that was for me to get into the character because I if I have an anchor point, a base you know, he was trained by them. So he, I can continue their legacy without having to write as someone who might be, you know, in his fifties now, um, or in the case of, uh, the second guy in his forties. Um, and cause I wasn't wanting to do like Damian Payne and have somebody coming back into it after so long. Um, although not taking anything away from him, He's awesome at that. I just didn't think I would be. Uh, <laughs> but he is a fun character for me, but I'm also being able to continue some storylines that I started way back then. And when I abruptly quit, um, were kind of loose ends hanging there for me that have bugged me for, for years because um, writing's my hobby and, I, and they've been sitting there in my Google Drive taunting me. You haven't finished me. You haven't finished me. Um, so... Hopefully I can get some of those storylines finished, although some new ones have popped into my head since then. So, um, uh, although I will, I'm going to add a fourth person to that dream match in all honesty, um, due to recent revelations, I'm going to probably make him blush, but that would be demonic. <laughs> well, thank you. Um, and that is because, um, uh, all, all, all your stuff has intrigued me because, because the character, um, I've told you, you're going to find out some secrets recent soon when I post some stuff. Um, but you know, demonic himself to me is a tool 
for Wendy to use. And there may be some stuff that we, we might be on the same, the same mental wavelength for our managers. Um, but um, I've never seen anyone way back when or now be able to do, I think I copied it into, into um, Google Drive just so I could get the word count, but you had like a 3,200 word, I think, or 2,800. And it was, it, it, if you're wondering which RP, it was the one with the bang clank, digging the okay. 10 graves for the masquerade match. Um, I've never seen someone do trash talk for that many words. Because that whole RP was just trash talk on everyone. It was, I was actually in awe at it. And it's the reason why I scrambled to get the second one up. Because everyone else had done only one. The great thing I find about the mix of people we have right now is you're going to get a lot of support, a good, very good energy. And I don't think you're going to see much in the way of ego. So I think we're headed towards a very solid start for season two. Uh, you're working on your RP. I'm working on my stuff for Dino. Um, Laz is kind of dipping his toes back in, starting to work on some graphic stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got Martin helping out with uh, Match, uh, yourself, and Damien, and Alan, slash Vastrix, slash whatever we're calling them at this point. <laughs> Um, Walmart guy. <laughs> yeah, we've got all these positive ores going, and I really feel like it's kind of right in the ship. And to bring it back to metaphors that bring that you know help you, uh, it's it's been great. So mm-hmm. now we have talked about people who can write and all that, and really you know write long things and storylines. I want to kind of change that a little bit because something that we've talked about when everybody first came in after the um when things started you know that that motivation came back in a few weeks ago in the discord um it is still quality over quantity don't oh, get a word count as i've got to hit three thousand words if i'm going against tetsuoni um as I've, 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 I've told him this and I've told some others this, there was actually one RP from CJ Walker that scared me when he and I were facing in the semifinals. Um, Cause it was, it was the one where, you know, CJ was at home and he went to his um, daughter's bedroom and was, you know, I thought he was going to be just take a complete different path with the character. Um. And but it was so it had depth, you know what I mean? Yeah, the, the character has potential, uh, it's really up to how far they want to take it. Mm-hmm. But that one, I, I was I was worried, uh, because it just hit me that much. And uh, I've told some people this, and I've seen it in some people have seen I, I'm trying to be a writer for RPGs in my off time, which I don't get a lot of. Um, And uh, um, one thing I've always seen about like, because CJ is definitely a a villain. He's he's the heel. He's the bad guy. Um, And this goes back to when you were a couple podcasts ago when you tried giving a little bit of advice. Um, 
the advice I would say really works for people like Walker or anyone else wanting to be a heel who might not be thinking they, you know, might think they want to add a little something else. Just remember, even a bad guy is is the hero in his own story. So um, for someone like CJ in that one RP I'm talking about, he came across as somebody who's doing it for his dead daughter. He's got to succeed. He's got to, you know, got to be something for her, for her memory. And it was moving. And it wasn't 2,000 words, 3,000 words. It was probably uh, probably 12 to 1,500. And, but it was still showed some depth to the character and not just um, I hate everyone and I'm going to beat up a referee. <laughs> uh, so, and, and another one to go back to is actually a Donzig RP. The um, nerf fight in with uh, the kids in the park. Mm-hmm. Everyone was laughing at that one and talking about how good it was. Yeah. Um, so, hey, things <laughs> ending the way they did aside, I don't take anything away from them as a writer. It's just things did not work out. Well, I'm just using it as an example of, you know, you don't have to have this deep arcing storyline. Just come up with something fun. Um, Exactly. I mean, uh, you can have uh, a thousand quality words and you can have 3000 words of fluff. I mean, there's there's always the quality should come first. And uh, I've always felt that we've tried the best to embody that. And I mean, everybody's going to have different opinions on what's good and what's better than what, and so on and so forth. Uh, we're all not going to agree, and that's different people have different tastes, and it, it is what it is. It's part of what makes this fun. But, I mean, we'll do our best to enforce that quality should always come first. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will use that to kind of uh, promote the area that I put in the Discord when I re- reworked it. It's called Rate My Work. If you think you need some input on, you know, what you might be missing or to, because everybody's got an opinion. We've now got five people on staff, so we should never be deadlocked in a decision. Which is one. Yes. But, uh, and everybody likes different things, but that's, if you, if you feel that you would want some feedback, ask for it. And you can either either say, hit me in public or, hey, take it to DMs, but I want you to take a look at this. Um, and, and uh, you know, because we're also here to help you. Uh, so uh, we want you to succeed here. And it's not always about who's wearing the strap. Um, sometimes it's about who's more entertaining. Just like on the real wrestling we all know and love, although I don't watch it anymore. Um, I do watch daily news recaps, but I don't, I can't. Yeah. (laughs) But that also compares to when it comes to those shows. I mean, um, and they're talking about wrestling right now, but it's like, uh, 
I know, I know you've gotten into impact. <laughs> um, but I mean, um, what's the most entertaining, entertaining stuff they've had in a while? Has it been the world title feud? Uh, it's kind of like impact's been different because their champion went down with an injury right before a big match. Mm-hmm. So when Josh Alexander got hurt, they put the belt on Steve Macklin. And right now I'm, I'm loving the new champion because the new champion is Alex Shelley. Uh, I did see that he won it the other day, which is one of those underdog stories. <laughs> hey, I love the you... Motor City Machine Guns. Uh, I love Alex Shelley. Uh, he used to do the paparazzi thing back with Kevin Nash way back yep. in the TNA impact, like TNA, NWA TNA days. Mm-hmm. So I, I love that he has this huge arcing story going through pretty well the entire history of the company. And now he's the world champion. For the first time ever. You can't, you can't write that. Like, <laughs> um, But even that, I mean, even before it, it's, it's just one of those things of, uh, um, that's a big storyline, but that one kind of came organically spur of the moment because they had to find, using some wrestling terms here, they had to find a heel transitional champion because Josh Alexander got hurt. And then now they've put it onto the face out of surprise. But, oh, you've also got this other thing here. Bully Ray comes back um, and puts a um, authority figure through a flaming table. Bully Ray's not going to probably be sniffing around that world title again, unless he challenges Alex Shelley, now that you've got a face with it. But um... Well, the storyline's there for that, too, because uh, Shelley's tag team partner beat Bully Ray for his first mm-hmm. world title. <laughs> so you got that backdoor in there, too, right? So Yep. Say what you will about Bully. He's he's smart. Like he knows how to get himself into a fucking feud. <laughs> um, but then you have other feuds going on that don't involve the title, like uh, the former OVE now leaving leading his own faction against a reformed OVE with uh, Diener Diener and his, I forget his faction's name, but going against. Uh, um, I forget. I'm drawing a blank as to the who runs the OVE because unfortunately his career had to deal with losing to Blanchard's kid. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not a Tessa Blanchard, Blanchard fan. Sorry. Um, no, no. After what she did, I don't really blame. Her. Um, I wasn't a fan before then. Uh, every time I saw her on TV. Uh, or on YouTube, I got the same thing I get whenever I see Charlotte walk out when somebody's, you know, you know, to cha- challenge a new champion. It's like, oh, God, again. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, to kind of just put a little note on the whole Alex Shelley thing, um, that kind of can be brought back to the Fed in that just because you're struggling or having a low point or feel like your character isn't necessarily going where you want it to go doesn't mean that it can't be turned around and eventually turn into something beneficial and positive and usable in the future mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. definitely definitely i mean if 
if uh um and you also never know when going back to um what just happened in in tna we never know when we're going to have something like that where someone wins a belt and then no shows or has some you know real life hit him or something and we may need someone to step up and kind of take the torch and run with it too mm-hmm. so you want to be on that short list um can we turn your story into the Cinderella story? So, uh, anything else you're wanting to go about, go over, over, over on that side? Since, uh, we have been, we've been yakking for a while here. Well, we're, we're coming up on an hour and a half. Uh, I think, <laughs> uh, we've done quite well as far as going over the guerrilla warfare kind of, uh, rehashing that, uh, moving on to season two. We've gotten a lot of good points in there, but different things. Uh, pretty much everybody has been name dropped at one point or another. Um, I'm, I'm comfortable with ending it here. Okay. Uh, and uh, just so people know, this is actually the first time we have actually talked together outside of typing in Discord. Um <laughs> So his first time hearing my voice, we've heard him on the other podcast. Um, and I know that I do say um a lot. It's a bad habit. So uh, um, guess we can sign off here and uh, let people take a listen and uh, hear what we sound like. And um, I'm available to make this a regular thing, but I know that we also want to leave it open to for others to join you and, and uh, talk about things here. So if anyone else is wanting to maybe get in on this, uh, just let us know and you can chat it up with uh, Dwayne and maybe me. I don't know how many people this app can, can handle, but. I can handle a few. So uh, we could definitely <laughs> do two with a guest. And uh, I think that would be an interesting way to help people get their character over and kind of, get to know everybody, help build a tight-knit community. I think I think it's a, a good way to do it. Yeah, but if you ever get Alan in here, I'm never going to give I'm never going to let him live down printing a match in Walmart in Champaign, Illinois. Just know that. <laughs> hey, that's, that was an aesthetic choice that he made. <laughs> On that note, I'm going to say thank you to everybody uh, for everything. Um, without saying too much uh, everybody's support and everything has meant a lot so thank you very much and uh, I'll hand it over to RJ to say goodnight yeah good night everyone and I also reemphasize um, thank you all for your support and uh, sticking around during the hard time um, and we're gonna hit the ground running and heading into season two and right. good night everyone and good yeah. RPM Last thing before we go, RP deadline, uh, June 18th. Strat deadline, June 18th. Segment deadline, June 24th. Let's get those in, people. Yes, fill my email inbox. (laughs) All right, on that, good night. Thanks for coming out, RJ. Appreciate it, buddy. Hey, no problem. And, uh, yeah, we'll see everybody around the site.
Adiós. Good night.